Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fuck. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Driving More Show. Yes, it's 8 p.m. on a Monday, and perhaps actually a few seconds past. I'm late. Um, as I was singing, coming, running to my computer, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. But hey, there are good reasons why I'm late. That's right. Had to get the beers in, folks. So yeah, just quickly pour the beer before we uh, get into it all. Uh, no, well, I'd say no rugby for the weekend, but there was definitely some club rugby at the weekend. No um, rugby championship at the weekend. We had a bit of a, a bit of a rest between games. So that means that um, Cornflake and I can uh, spend some time having a chat about uh, the uh, squad as it looks like at the moment, heading off to um, the Rugby World Cup. How you doing, Cornflake? How you doing? I'm very good, very good. Good to be back again. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a bit of rugby. There was uh, the, the Japanese and the uh, Samoans and the Tongans and the Fijians had a bit of a, a helter-skelter run around and play around and try to beat each other up as best they could and get everyone sent off with red cards and yellow cards and typical, you know, boisterous fun. But uh, yeah, it's uh, back to the real stuff this weekend, eh? Absolutely, and as you can tell, I have not even looked at the results from that the weekend, to be honest with you. Um, but we will. I will have a quick, quick look at that, and we'll have a, a gander. And um, it sounds like um, that uh, Steve is all over it, which is fantastic because he can not really. uh, he can tell tell everyone all about it. Not really. <laughs> oh dear. So um, yeah, let us know in the live chat. By the way, when we're going through the um, yeah, you can join us in the live chat. Sorry, on, on YouTube. Uh, and Facebook, you can also watch um, live on Twitter uh, and also get the recording as well as a podcast. But um, Steve, uh, you were you're standing up for us um, this week, which is uh, which is very nice of you. Um, I saw on I must be, I'm not on Twitter much anymore, but someone did a, a whole bunch of um, rugby YouTube channels and missed me out. I mean, how dare they? How dare they? Missed us all out. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's Americans, see, that's what you get. Americans they just touch the word rugby and they had league and they had oh it's uh, oh it's fun. It, it gives me target practice now, you see. I can aim for people to wipe them out. Drop them down the list. <laughs> now I must I should actually delete the old driving mall 
um, channel because it doesn't, yeah, I don't post anymore. It's all on the New Zealand Sport Radio. Um, but as you put on there, it's uh, it's all rugby related anyway. Um, uh, Simon's joining us this evening. Good evening, Simon. Yes, Pacific Nations Cup is going ahead this year. Uh, so it's next year that we have this um, America's Rugby Championship. It's all be part of, uh, I guess, growing into this whole um, Nations Cup thing. Um, a bit like the uh, women have got organised for um, later this year with the uh, the W15 um, that uh, that is going on. But um, yeah, let's have a quick look at those results then. So Fiji played Tonga um, at the weekend, winning that game 36 um, to um, 20. Uh, looking through just one yellow card. I mean, what are you talking about? All these yellow cards must must oh, be the other game. Japan. We'll get on Michael to that in a second. Michael, Michael Leach is the man. But 26 nil or 26 15, sorry, at half time, um, and uh, then uh, pulling away to 36 um, 20 to win it. So Fiji, yeah, it's kind of cementing themselves as that top team, um, or top Pacific nation, Island nations team. Um, and the team that doesn't have all these um, famous names coming back to them um, or, or coming over to them what? Uh, with the Fiji? new eligibility uh, rules. Sorry? Well, what, really, Fiji's got the Simi Radrada and Josui Tui Sova and Sita Tamani Balu. They've got all sorts of big names in that Fijian squad. Although they're, they're not just joining now, but... That's what I mean. Well, if you look years, at the, the Tongan team, they've got Boyata Sita, um, um, yes, and Tonga, yes. Uh, Pia Tau, we've got all these new players arriving, whereas, say, Fiji's had them already. It's, it's an existing team. that they, 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 they haven't had this big influx of, um, uh, of, of ex-All Blacks, basically. Yeah, yeah, they, they have had them for a couple of years, so it helps. But, I mean, they're still, they're still stacked. I mean, those island teams are getting more and more stacked as the years go by. Like, those players that are in those squads is just... It's just crazy. I mean, they're, they're going to be a threat. But those players have the ability, like they're like the Thalfan Buffer players back in the day in those what was that early two thousands at the Blues. You know, just one of those players that could just make something happen. You know, it's a close game, just blow it open. That's why they're so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, um, so well done to Fiji on that one. Tonga, yes, bringing their, their new players in, um, or uh, bringing their old players in. Um, same with a uh, bit with Samoa, Christian Liliafano running things um, um, at 10 there from them. And you look at through these names and uh, quite a lot of these names are still playing from Moana Pacifica. So, yes, I know there's been a lot of, uh, well, not, not happy with the results from Moana Pacifica. But look, they've given these, a lot of these players um, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, um, Opportunity? Uh, a professional environment to train in and to be ready for this Rugby World Cup. Um, which sees Samoa seeing off Japan at 22 to 24, 10 all at half time, with a, a yellow card for Samoa on 17 minutes, followed by that uh, leech red card on on the half hour mark. Um, the uh, and I guess that was a real red card rather than the uh, upcoming at the World Cup. We got these 20 minute red cards um, as well. So, yep, a real red card there, and it did uh, um, as uh, as I say, Samoa um, sneaks it out against Japan. Um, I don't know. Are we expecting what are we expecting from Japan for this World Cup? I mean, are, are we expecting the giant killing, beating South Africa, getting into quarterfinal stuff, or are we, or, or as Nocturnal Rights suggested here, has Japan stalled with their attack? Um, a lot of drop ball, especially against the All Blacks 15. What are you, I mean, yeah, I, I, is, 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 has, has Japan gone backwards since the last World Cup? Japan, I was thinking about this. Over the weekend, actually, after seeing the result of this game, and Japan's becoming um, 
it's, it's, it's like a opposite of Ireland. That's what I've decided to call them. They're they're anti-Ireland. See, see, you're confused now, aren't you? Because I'm see, Ireland, Ireland is a no team that's we, good during the no year. No idea you're going with this. Sorry, Ireland's okay, go on. a team that's good during during three years, and then World Cup time they fall to pieces. Now Japan is becoming a team that's garbage for three years, and then becomes good. They have last couple of World Cups now become really, really oh, good. Yeah, no, no, so, I can say, yeah, two World Cups ago they beat South Africa. Last yeah. World Cup they got themselves into the quarterfinals by beating um, Scotland, uh, Ireland, and Scotland, wasn't it? I think, anyway, but yep. Yeah. yeah, so I mean. Can you argue? I mean, they've done nothing over the last three years, have they? They've been pretty underwhelming. So, are they going to get to the World Cup and decide, or not decide, but develop and and all this stuff's going to come forward for them? Who knows? I mean, they've done it two two World Cups in a row. So, I wouldn't bid against them. I wouldn't um, certainly. What's the word? You know, downplay them. I think them and those three island nations, you know, Tonga, Samoa, Fiji. You bid against them at your peril. I really do think so. But I was most confused by this after this matchup by a number of people in media and places like that calling this a massive upset. You look at that result, you've obviously just looked at it. Would you consider that a massive upset? I would consider that probably a 55-45, a 60-40 a, a sort of game in the favour to Japan of, of favourites before. I would consider it, yeah, okay, the underdog, slight underdog, pulled through but that's no way to me a major upset i well you're talking about some um, japan who made the quarterfinals last time got automatic qualification for the last two rugby world cups um whereas uh up against samoa who uh didn't finish in the top three last time remember they they had to they had to qualify for this rugby world cup um mm. so um so I, I can see how if you only tune in once every four years then yes, this is a major upset because Japan's this new tier one country. It's just been given tier one status, remember? They've been beaten by an island team. But no, you're right. It is a, uh, as you say, Japan turn up for the big tournament when they have that long they preparation time ahead of time. Um, and they and they, and they and they they clearly prepare for specific games. This isn't one of those specific games. And mm. therefore, they, they, they do trip up in these ones. Um, uh, and as has also been pointed out that the, the the whole COVID thing has really screwed up this World Cup cycle for teams like Japan, where travel and quarantining uh, to Japan was just not an option, um, whereas it kind of was within Europe. Um, and uh, down here with Australia, we kind of managed to get some games in, whereas they were just totally left out in the, in, in the cold from that point of view. Um, I guess, to my mind... Japan's real problem is that they're up against the team that's been doing what they've been doing, but for longer, which is Argentina. Argentina, another team that you kind of look at between Rugby World Cups going, yep, they're easy wins at the Rugby Championships because they only have a very short, because they all fly in from France, have a very, very short um, preparation time. Heading into the Rugby World Cup, they get three, four months together and they turn up at Rugby World Cups and they deliver. So, they're in the pool with the uh, those are the two teams to me that are your, your anti island team, as it were. Um, the, uh, the Pacific Nations, to a lesser degree, because they don't have the uh, they're all kind of figuring out whether they're actually going to get paid. Do they have flights? Is there a hotel booked for tonight or not? Do they have to pay for their own meals? All this kind of crap, which means that their, their three months run up isn't as smoothened uh, as, as it should be. Um, whereas your, um, your Argentinas, your Japans, they don't have to worry about that kind of stuff and they can actually concentrate on rugby for three months and therefore they turn up at the Rugby World Cup ready and ready to go. So it's going to be interesting. 
but um, yeah, it, it, it upset yes, major upset no, mm. and and pool rivals as well, which I think someone said in the chat, but that's pool D. It is pool D. Samoa and um, Japan, yeah. So England, yeah, Japan, Argentina, Samoa, and um, good luck Chile. But um, <laughs> oh no, come on, let's let's for Chile. It's the fact they're here, right? They mm-hmm. got here and they and they and they saw off the USA to get there as well, who was supposed to be the uh, new up and coming team along with Japan. But they can't even get there. Um, so, um, so yeah, so yeah. Good luck, Chile, because I say you've got well, you've got England who who uh, yeah who they're not going to lose to, who they're not going to beat. Um, they've got two teams that uh, that turn up uh, that, that specialise at turning up well at Rugby World Cups, and a Samoa that's heading in the right direction as well. Um, so that's uh, yeah, looking like a nice tough pull there. So what you need to do is you need to get get your picks in now, and I scenario get down to the TAB or wherever you bet, and just put a put a cheeky one on, on on Chile to get close to England, or just to tip them at the end, or someone to someone to topple over England. That would be nice. Just to just to knock them off their horse. That would be great. The um, <laughs> ugly kits, the ugly alternative kits. Oh, we we have to do that video. I'm, I've almost got all twenty to do that second part of that video. England's World Cup alternative kit. Blah, yuck. Sorry, I'll just throw it aside. Oh, really? Go on, you, you, yeah, you do a quick search and bring it up so you can show it on screen so I can have a look because um, I've not seen it yet. Um, but uh, yes, folks, uh, if you want to um, uh, have our opinions of the um, Rugby World Cup jerseys uh, that were released about two weeks ago or a week ago, um, oh, then uh, on both my channels and also on the Cornflakes YouTube channel, you can see us go through and uh, rate all of the uh, Rugby World Cup jerseys that were available um, at that time. So, um, so yes, um, the uh, but so, yeah, look, I mean, England, I say it's um, to me, England are coming through, and then it's between Argentina and Japan and, and uh, Samoa as to what order they finish from second to fourth in, in that pool. But I'm sure we'll do a pool preview, um, and I'll tell you the five games that matter, um, uh, in, in the pool, pool, in the pool, pool, pool rounds, or the five games, or the five games that could actually alter the results of every World Cup, shall I say. Um, because to my mind, um, there's, uh, there's there's very few games in the uh, pool stages that are actually going to that are going to impact um, the latter stages of the um, of the tournament. Um, moving on to a uh, bit of news then, um, and uh, five All Blacks have been released to play in the MPC pre-season game. All of them um, playing um, over in Teal uh, Mutu. Um, in the, for the uh, the Chiefs Cup with uh, Anton Brown, Luke Jacobson, so, um, so Pini, uh, Finau, Josh Lord, and Cam Royguard all running out there um, into um, uh, uh, running out there this this weekend, um, which um, obviously means they're not going to be available for the um, Bledisloe Cup game um, in that one. But then again, I'm not expecting, to, to my mind. Um, we'll actually we'll get on to previewing that game later, um, and how you think um, uh, selection um, should be done. Have you found the jersey? Jerseys got a link for you. There you go. Find what? that. No, no, you can share your screen. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, there we go. Hang on. Let let me share well, mine put, then. Are you going to put it in the private chat? I see. Ah, now I can yes, see yes, what you say. Sorry. Okay, you can click that then. I, just, I, I do uh, like the headline actually. Fans outraged as England release new Rugby World Cup 2023 kits. Yeah, but that, that, oh, the outrage the price. is the price. <laughs> I just like the fans outraged. 
um, because yeah, that's um, that, that, that's a chunk of change um, for uh, for another um, jersey. Yeah, um, I mean the white jersey. It's just white, right? There's, there's, there's no, nothing. No, the, the, the alternate kit. Yeah, yeah. Just, just white. The, home, the home jersey is just, yeah, just a white yeah. jersey um, there, and then there's that funny. Well, pyramid diamond structure. I've been and the All Blacks That's... tried that sort of pyramid diamond structure thing a, um, a few years ago. Yeah, not a fan. Um, uh, to be honest with you, not a, yeah, not a fan of that one. Don't mind the color blue or the shade, but yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, not, don't like the um, the old diamond um, side of things um, on um, on that one. Uh, Simon, uh, my preference is, is for the players uh, to play in the MPC proper. Yes, well. Um, it's about uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if any of that um, that kind of happens. Um, there's been uh, a, 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 we talked about one specific earlier briefly about the number of players that are playing for Tonga and Samoa in particular, and how it's given them the pro- at least the proper professional preparation running up to this, which is good. Um, but there has been some downsides of it, or some comments about um, the uh, losing Levi Mua and uh, Tawai both leaving the uh, club. But they have signed Sioni Hadili Talitu. Um, what do you think of that signing for Moana Pacifica? That's good. It's a championship caliber signing, isn't it? It's good to see them actually having the ability to, <laughs> to bring a player back and not have to bring in a, a no-name player up through the ranks like they have with everyone else. So they've brought in someone in who's actually established. And I think a forward's probably always a good place for them to get that sort of player, that established sort of player as well, because... We all know that these teams, these the island nations, generally produce. You know, they're like a an endless chain of amazing backline players that can do the unthinkable. So, having a good solid forward, a good back row, actually play second row a little bit, doesn't he as well? Mainly back row, um, this gross yeah. sort of guy, but mainly back row, your number eight. But yeah, they'll they'll use him well. I think he's good signing, good pickup for them, um, and you got to hope that he'll keep the same sort of standards as he would being a crusader as well. And not let that drop off because he's not in that franchise anymore. That's probably the test for him uh, to keep that sort of standard of play that he, that he does at the Crusaders. But yeah, that's one. Give me give me three more. That's what I ask. <laughs> <laughs> Steal from someone else. Take take someone from the Chiefs. I don't know. You know, there's heaps about there. Um, the you know, it brings in quality into that. It brings the um, but what he brings, I think more. Uh, hopefully, will be off the pitch rather than on the pitch, which is bringing, uh, which is sort of bringing the, uh, the the knowledge of the preparation required, uh, the detail required to be a crusader um, and to play yeah. at that kind of level. So, uh, yeah, I think what he can bring off the pitch is as important as what he can bring on the pitch. Um, to be honest with you, did ha- I did remember hearing from uh, Rennie Ranger that when he went down and did uh, as, as injury cover um, at the Crusaders. For, um, for for preseason, he never actually went on the pitch for them, but he was just amazed um, at the level of detail um, and all the guys being on their um, iPads um, in the mornings ahead of training, uh, going through um, details and video clips and stuff. Um, now, for someone who's been an experienced international player who played at the All Blacks, who'd played overseas, had played uh, at, at serious clubs in France, had played serious levels in Super Rugby, for him to go in there and be shocked at the level of detail tells you how, um, well, what, what kind of level they're at compared to um, some of the other clubs um, that are out there. So um, the uh, so, so bringing that in, I think, would be very important, which is, uh, 
which is uh, yeah, I think is, is good. Um, we Make sure also... you can actually take it as well and and establish it at the new places. How many players have moved from Christchurch or Canterbury to Auckland or to the to the Highlanders or you know to France or to England, and they think they don't take that there. They obviously just go over there and take a, a back seat as an import player or or whatever or wherever they go. Just you just hope that he takes that and and as a leader like establishes that culture or, or that structure there rather than just going in there and being like, well, I'm the new boy. I'll just do what everyone else does. Actually yep. put it forward to everyone else because it doesn't seem like, you know, how many players have the Highlanders got from the Crusaders, you know, Billy Harmon, you know, a leader in that squad, but do they have that same sort of structure? I mean, I can't say, but you'd imagine not. Yeah, you do. You're right. Um, you do. It's, you do hope that some, um... That he does that yeah, he does take it through because as you say, not everyone does take it with them when they when, when they go. Um, finally, we've had a few fixtures announced for 2025. Um, when uh, the uh, Lions are going to um, Australia, um, the uh, the fixture list is uh, that so the Lions will play the Western Force, the uh, the uh, Queensland Reds, New South Wales Waratahs, ACT Brumbies, um, yeah, the four. Four Super Rugby warm-up games, uh, no big surprise there. Um, then they're playing a Lions versus Inter Invitational AU and NZ15. Now, um, uh, Eddie Jones, during the presentation of this fixture list, went, I'm not happy with that, <laughs> which really which tells you <laughs> they've, not really, they've not got him on board. He wanted it to be an Australia B team, Australia A's, um, to play that game rather than um, the mixed one. Uh, and as the All Blacks will be playing France at the time, at the same time as this tour, uh, there is there is no expectation that that any current All Blacks will be in that side. So it will be um, uh, so the uh, All Blacks fifteen and Australia eighteen A players. Uh, we then have the first test uh, in Brisbane uh, before they play uh, the Rebels midweek. Um, so the fifth um, uh, uh, Super Rugby team from Australia. Uh, the second test in Melbourne at the MCG this time. I was at the last time, the last Melbourne test. It wasn't at the same, it was in, it was in the other, the smaller stadium. So they're going for a 100,000-seater stadium. Boy, oh boy, if they can pack that, wow. Um, I mean, not that anyone actually see the game because it's so far away, being on an oval, but anyway. Um, and then finish up in Sydney for the third test match. Your thoughts um, on that um, itinerary for the Lions? It's too far away. It's, it's way too far away. I mean, it's 2023. We've still got, a, we've got this World Cup to go yet. Then we've got two full seasons of everything else before we're going to get to that. I mean, I was surprised. Well, this is announced so early, isn't it? Um, that it's in and out there. I mean, yeah, it's cool. I mean, honestly, I'm focused on other things. <laughs> I mean, it's like, good to see the Lions. It's good to see it's happening. We knew it was going to happen. Um, the Anzac team's a bit like, you know, what the hell, but okay, we'll, we'll deal with that later. At this stage, it's like, name a Wallaby that's going to make that team anyway. Um, but like you say, the All Blacks wouldn't uh -huh. play anyway, so it probably would be a bit easier. Um, but if you look at it from now, it's like, yeah, okay, have fun with that. We've got a World Cup to look at. <laughs> that's what we're looking at. We've got Super Rugby next year to look at. We've got all sorts of other stuff to look at. So get back to me at the end of 2024, and we'll talk again about that one. But yeah, cool. Um the way Sanzar runs things, those those unions might not even exist by 2025. So who do you even know? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> anyway, um, so my thoughts on this one um, are 
that look, I mean, Nocturnal Rights said Anzac team will need a couple of weeks together to make it a decent game rather than a Barbars type one. No, it's going to be a Barbars one. Forget it. They're not going to have two weeks together um, because the, all the Australian players will be playing in the Super Rugby warm-up games against Alliance. So um, it's uh, it won't. It is going to be a Barbars game. Um, the disappointing things are there is no Pacific games. Um, uh, the uh, Fijian and Drua don't get a game as a warm-up game. Uh, never mind any of the Pacific national teams. Um, so, from my mind, that's a disappointing thing. The Rebels have said that they were that they are apparently have, have mentioned they're, they're thinking about making theirs a bit more of a Pacific side and inviting some Pacific players. Uh, but okay, I guess look, they're going to be missing all their all their Wallabies, so they need strengthening somehow. Um, is, is I guess is their, their thought process there, and also that sort of uh, um, yeah crumbs off the table for the Pacific nations. Um, no, to me, that's uh, it's a disservice of the Lions. They should be playing uh, either the Fijian and Drua or at least some sort of Pacific team um, as part of the tour, uh, to my mind. That invitational AUNZ team isn't needed. Um, I would put the Pacific team in there, personally. Are you um, surprised at all, though? Like, no, no, no it would be really cool, but I mean... if. I, Just yeah, it does not surprise. Yeah, that's. It. I I wouldn't expect to see it there. I mean that. Yeah, they they're worried. Like like you said, a hundred thousand people in that SCG game. It's like that's what they that their focus is is seats, people, bums on seats, money, and milking it for all it's worth. It's like, yep, you know, all the growing the game and stuff. Yeah, that, that's just money. They're worried about money. That's all it is. And I guess. Okay, the rebels, but that's that's a bit of a <laughs> as sad as it's a bit of a token gesture, isn't it? That kind of if oh, you look at it the wrong way, if yeah. you look at it the wrong way, it's kind of more insulting than it is. I, I'm sure it's not intended that way. Um, but geez, yeah, I mean, why why can't they have? Don't the Lions normally have like a build up, like a pre tour sort of matchup as well on the way? They sometimes drop off in Japan and and play like their C team, like the guys that don't play on the tour at all and things like that. As well, so why don't they chip in that stop no, off in so, Fiji or somewhere along the way? So the, the games they've had before, um, so when they happen to be sponsored by the um, HSBC or the, uh, the 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 Hong Kong Shanghai Bank of um, Bank of Commerce, um, then they stopped off in Hong Kong to play the uh, Barbarians. And boy, oh boy, um, I paid to fly up there from um, Singapore, <laughs> and it was a it was a horrible game. Um, it was so one-sided. It wasn't. A, it was a joke, um, and I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, wouldn't do that again. Um, the um, so so yes. Yeah, so no, I, so, uh, that was a waste of time. They played Argentina in um, in Cardiff before um, because yes, the natural home of the Pumas. Um, so um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. They've they've, they've 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 played kind of home games before leaving, um, mm. and they might do that again uh, because. It's bound to be like they had the problem when flying out to New Zealand. Um, is that um, <laughs> is that the uh, uh, is that the, the, the players will be involved in domestic finals, uh, and therefore, um, I mean, um, Jack Nowell, ahead of the, uh, the, uh, the the tour to New Zealand, he had the final in in uh, in, in Twickenham. Um, did the coach trip back with his team, getting drunk on the way home to Exeter. Um, picked up his bag, got in a taxi, and drove all the way back to London again to get on the plane um, for the Lions truck. I mean, it's 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 that kind of. Sh- and funny enough, he didn't play very well in the opening game 
um, against the uh, provincial, um, the uh, president's provincial team. Um, because yes, he'd just been on a bender, um, jumped on a plane, um, got off the plane, woken up, had two days going, where the hell am I? And then played a game of rugby. Um, so yeah, well, it's, um, well, so if they do have, a, if they do have an extra game, it will be at home because just because they've got, and it will be without their players who are involved in domestic finals kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it's all a bit of a mess. Um, now, I was going to say um, it would be easier hosting a, a Pacific Nation sort of team over there because eighty percent of them play over there already, don't they? So just just grab a little few from here and there that aren't playing in the the playoffs or the finals. We're sure you'd easily be able to make up a team. But again, is that more insulting than than just emitting and not doing it? Or you know, yeah, yep. it's, it's two sides to every coin, eh? Exactly. Um, but you know, but yeah, anyone's like, oh yeah, look, it's the it's the last traditional tour and blah blah blah. No. It is all about the money. This was this tour is the lines like yeah. oh, so it's all about the heritage. Of... No, no, it's about money, 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 and more beeping money. Hundred twenty-five um, pound kits. The um, <laughs> is that still two hundred dollars? Is it still double the pound? I have to look that up. Don't know. You can have a you can have a look if you want to. Um. So uh, so yeah. So that's the last um. I think if I got, I get it? oh yes, yeah, so I, I picked up my last uh, British and Irish Lions jersey after the tour for like twenty five quid. Um, so that's what you want to do is wait until the tour's over and uh, and get it on get it on the cheap. Two hundred and fifty nine um, New Zealand dollars right now to buy that uh, England shirt. Whoa. Yep. Just how much imagine? Uh, just imagine how much the Lions one would be. Well, yes. Um, and got, well, yeah, and look, it, it's a challenge to the New Zealand rugby to to go to look to, to definitely give more on a Pacific game. Um, but they'll go, uh, and, and also to make sure the Maori All Blacks get a game because last time, because because uh, you can see the Maori All Blacks getting more and more sidelined. I mean, are they even having a game this year? I don't think they've got I've any got, games this year. Aren't they replaced um, by the the what are they called? The team that's the playing. All Blacks, yeah, the All Black 15. fifteen. That's it. Yeah. No, no, no they're not. They're, they are separate. They, the Maori All Blacks do still exist in theory. Um, in practice, they've been shunted down um, the, uh, the the list. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if they give a game, a, a, a British and Irish Lions game to the, to the All Blacks 15, but uh, and not to the Maori All Blacks, then uh, yeah, uh, you can see that uh, all this stuff about culture and stuff that uh, New Zealand rugby talks about is total bullshit. And again, it's all about money. Um, and then imagine why, who gets priority over a player. Well, the the way the, the way to, to my mind, the reason that it's changed is. The Maori All Blacks, the Maori All Black head coach gets to select his own team and select the squad. The All Blacks 15 is selected by the All Blacks head coach. Um, uh, and he tells the head coach, he tells the coaches who have been who are assigned to that team who they're picking. Um, so it's all about control um, and about you know, about Sylvian Foster getting uh, uh, his players um, as much. Um, well, we're not going to worry about Foster anymore. He'll, he'll be in the oh, bin by the time they, yeah. It'll be interesting to see whether Razor sticks around with this All Blacks 15 or whether he says, hey, no, no, mate, give, give them Maori All Blacks, um, which is which is, which is a much better, a much stronger brand and could be <laughs> could be monetized much better than an All Blacks 15. Um, but going back go. to money. It's all about money. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Um, let's very quickly then look forward to the games this coming weekend. Um, we've got Samoa versus Fiji in the, and uh, Japan versus Tonga. Um, 
So, uh, look, Samoa and Fiji both coming off, off the back of wins, but Fiji will go into that one as uh, as favourites. It will not be a massive upset if Samoa win, but <laughs> Fiji do go in as, as slight favourites. Um, and um, and then Japan versus Tonga. Um, you'd expect Japan to be slight favourites on that one. But look, the Tonga players have actually um, know each other's names. They've played with each other at least once now. Um, so <laughs> they should be getting better um, uh, there. So... Uh, I reckon Fiji and Japan. What, what's your call for um, for those two games? Um, I'm going to be different. I'm just going to say Fiji and Tonga just because we're just going to upset the apple cart and make people further doubt uh, Japan going into the World Cup, which kind of makes me laugh a little bit. It makes me smile because we're going to get there. Everyone's going to go, wow, they haven't won a test in XX matches. So we're going to write them off. And then they're going to topple the topple the. The, the tables there but is, is it actually called the pacific nations cup because my looking up on this it's called the journey to the rugby world cup oh boy um so i don't know if that's actually a legitimate thing like pacific nations cup i can find no information on whatsoever and this is just sort of world cup warm-up matches from everything okay, I've seen that world cup warm-up matches. Mm. um and also by the way this is yeah on tvnz1 um three three thirty on um, Saturday. Um, uh, it's uh, live for free, if you want to watch that, um, the uh, Samoa-Fiji game. Um, the um, Moving down there, we've also got Scotland versus Italy. Um, look, Scotland really needs to hit the ground um, running. Uh, Italy, I look, they don't really care um, about this one. They're going to lose to France and um, New Zealand, uh, and they're going to beat Uruguay and Namibia. So, for Italy, um, yeah. Uh, but Scotland there. And then you've got Namibia versus Argentina, 15. And Uruguay versus Chile um, as well for their warm-ups on that one. You expect Uruguay to see off Chile. Um, and Namibia, that's going to be a tough game for them. Uh, we'll see how they uh, how they go against Argentina. And Argentina, Argentina 15, 15 though. Yes, yeah, I, I mean, Argentina have so many of these 15s. They call all sorts of different names. They have 15s, and, and they have like the a, a, a like recycled Aguares sort of side. And then they have all their what's it, the South American Super Rugby sort of thing they got going on for those sides of 15s here and 15s there. And they're playing these guys in 15s. They have a lot of teams, man. They have a lot of teams going on. You just don't know who's going to turn up until you see the the team list, really. So yeah, so I'll be interested. So um, because. The uh, actual actual uh, uh, Pumas will be heading. Will be playing South Africa. How do you see that uh, that game going? Uh, that will be, I think, a big game for South Africa to, to hit back at uh, what everyone's doubting them on. I think. I think after what's well, probably been a bit of a interesting week for them. I, I'm interested to know what the media in South Africa is saying. It would be like to be a little fly on the wall over there to see what the sort of feeling is or, or talk to a South African on this match uh, last week or two weekends ago a- against the All Blacks because over here it was dubbed as the, the big match, you know, the, the big talking point, the decider. This is, you know, the World Cup build-up sort of game and everything like that. I just, I just wonder if, if South Africa had that same sort of build up to that test match themselves or they're seeing this game a lot lot differently that sort of doesn't trigger me but I think they're going to be out to win this one win this one very very well make a bit of a statement like they did against the Wallabies in the opening game uh, but I do think they will be probably using the squad a bit more deeper uh, than they would have gone in New Zealand oh, that was pretty much their best team I think but arguably people saying about the number 10 jumper but 
I think they'll be probably moving a few players around, trying a few different things uh, heading into that. So, yeah, I think they'll be wanting to win it and, and absolutely smash the Pumas, which be make a statement. Well, I think Argentina aren't going to be a pushover either uh, because they've got a lot to prove on this sort of series as well because they've got a, a big um, build-up to come and they need to well, they need to pick up a victory, don't they? And, and they've got to do, well, another victory. They've got the Wallabies already, but they want to pick up another one and uh, continue on their sort of period of, of toppling over these top tier nations and, and proving to be a bit of a threat. I think the Springboks will take it and I think they will make a, a bit of a deal about it. But I just think this might be that, hopefully, this is what I'm hoping we'll see from the Pumas, is this going to be the game where they don't fall apart? Like the, the All Blacks, they, they fell apart a bit, I think. Um, as that match wore through against the Wallabies. They showed a lot of that fight and that grit, which is great to see, but as the Wallabies, it's hard to judge whether that was a very, very big, big test for them. Against the Springboks, I want to see all that determination, whether they're down by five points or down by 20 points, just to continue on that fight uh, and just show it right till the end. So that's they need an 80-minute performance for me. Argentina, yeah, full 80 minutes. South Africa, uh, big statement and a 15-plus point win. See, South Africa, it's, it's all, let's be honest, um, uh, ramping up for the opening game of the Rugby World Cup against Scotland. They've still got four warm-up games. They've got Argentina twice, um, home and away. And then they've got Wales and they've got um, the All Blacks as well. So they've got four games before the Rugby World Cup. The first two games against um, the Wallabies and the All Blacks, they basically used their entire squad um, and played nearly two teams. So, um, yes, they were not taking that All Blacks game as seriously as the All Blacks were. And they didn't need to as either. Was, they, they were much rustier. They, um, the, the, the New All Blacks team. Um, so I think this, to me, I don't think they'll be too worried about that loss against the All Blacks. Um, and again, uh, whilst they'll be looking at, uh, one, obviously not going into this game thinking we don't care if we win or lose, they'll obviously they want to win. But to my mind, I think they're much more about process towards that Scotland game. Um, and that I, th- I don't think they need a big result here. I think they need just to get players uh, basically playing the system better. Um, for, for, the, for the spring box uh, and just getting their players used to each other again for um for for the for the, for the pumas as you say they do need a win they're coming off the back of two uh, oh, sorry, no, they beat the, they beat the they wallabies, beat wallabies. Mm-hmm. 34 um they've uh, got those two games against um uh, south africa uh and then one more game against scotland before they play england at the rugby world cup so they've only got three games now rather than the four um and as you say Complete performances they, is, is what they what we need to see from them over these next one. It's more I think this game is more important to the Pumas than it is the Springboks. Oh yeah. Um, in, in my mind, and the, yeah, right. They need to be putting in a performance here uh, on um, on this one. Um, so big, um, yeah, big uh, big game uh, for for the Pumas uh, in South Africa. Um, then the other game, um, the um, Wallabies versus um, the All Blacks. The first Blenheimstone Cup game um, for uh, the All Blacks, coming off the back of two wins um, and a um, very much morale-boosting performance against the um, against the Springboks. What do you think Ian Foster should or will be doing for this game? Is it best team I can do? I've got to beat the Wallabies. The Blenheimstone Cup is everything, or um, or are we going to see this as being a rotation? Um, giving lots, making sure all the players or testing out a few players who are fringe selections um, for the squad, or how do you see he's going to use it? No, I don't think it's going to be 
either of those sort of options. I think it's going to be probably 80% full strength sort of side and you'll get a few of those 50-50 sort of positions that they want to see more from players out of in there. So I think you're going to see mainly the core of the squad will be uh, that first choice side. I, I think they'll be wanting to go there and just and wrap this up, wrap up, because it's only two test series, isn't it? The split is like yep. one here, one one there, one here, obviously. Uh, so they go there, they win, they, they wrap that up. And I think they'll want to come back to New Zealand. And then I think we'll see a quite a different side for that test match. Should they lose this weekend in Australia? Now that, that would be, that would be very interesting to see what they do for that following match, because then that's whole plans out the window, but that'll be a topic for next week. I'd imagine if that, <laughs> that was to happen, but I, I think it'll be pretty much uh, a, a good a team as you can imagine with a few of those 50 fifties, you know, like the, the Coles and the Taylor sort of a hooker. I mean, they've got so much depth and, and well, so much depth, but they've got a lot of guys competing in that second row. Uh, will they give Lord another shot in there as well? And, and Whitelock is coming back. I'm not sure if he's going to be back for this match or not as well. Uh, I think the back row will stay the same. There's not much going on there. Uh, McKenzie, Moanga, what way do they go there? Maybe they give McKenzie another shot. That's what I mean. It's those 50-50 sort of positions that you might see the rotation, uh, but that midfield won't change. Um, Caleb Clark hopefully won't play, but I can see he probably will come back into the team. Just things like that. You know, your wingers, you've got a few options on there as well, but those solid ones, your midfield, your back row, uh, you're going to see the same props. Those sorts of things will stay the same uh, for the All Blacks of this one. I think they'll want to win it, get it wrapped up, trophy in the cabinet, come back, and then it's focus on the World Cup and developing that that depth in the squad. Um, I think there'll be a couple more changes than than than, than you think. I think is where, but I, well, I don't think they'll go the full hog um, and use it as a kind of uh, as a possibles game. Um, it's still going to be uh, the core with some combinations, but I do think that we'll see. Uh, a change in the loose trio, and I do think there are one or two faces he doesn't want to see, um, and uh, the, the, the only see. But you've got to say, look, with the with players like um, Luke Jacobson, um, Cam Roygaard, uh, Anselm Brown, all being released for these uh, NPC preseason games, um, you can see they're not going to be used. So again, um, the as you say, a lot of the players will be the same, but I do think there'll be a number of changes um, in there just to, to test some uh, some people out. Um, the um, for, for Australia, though, look, they need a win. Um, they have a special, I'll just remind you, the All Blacks only got three games for the Rugby World Cup now, two, two against the Wallabies and one against the uh, Springboks in London. Um, for the for the Wallabies, though, this is a game where if we don't... Cause they're coming off the back of a 43-12 to 12 loss to the uh, Springboks in South Africa at home losing to the Pumas 31 to um, 34. Um, they've got um, these two games against um, the All Blacks and then one game against France before they hit the Rugby World Cup. But they're, look, they're kicking the Rugby World Cup off with games against Georgia, Fiji, Wales and Portugal. So it's not as important. They're not landing and playing Spain, uh, playing Scotland or France first up. They... Uh, they don't have to quite, they, they've got a little bit more um, breathing room. However, off the back of those two losses, Australia need a good performance here. Um, we've already seen that uh, Eddie Jones is not in a good mood, right? He's not like, oh, things are working in the right direction. Yep, we'll be there for the World Cup. He's like, I'm pissed off with that result against the, against the Pumas. Right, you dropped. Goodbye. That's it. You're out of the World Cup. Go away. Um, Kellaway, you're in. 
you got one choice, mate, before I chop chop your head off. Um, and he's talking about naming his squad early to reduce anxiety because clearly he's not, uh, it's not a band of brothers in there at the moment by the sounds of things. It's to reduce anxiety. I think they'd be more anxious if they're actually named in the team for an extra day or two, wouldn't they? Because, oh, crap, I've got to play this weekend. Oh, no. What am I going to do? No, no, no. Um, he's, he's, he's talking about naming his World Cup squad early. Oh, <laughs> I thought he'd be the team for the weekend. Oh, goodness me. How early is he going to name this team? Is he naming it before the end of this Bledisloe series? Oh, he, he didn't actually he, say? He hasn't uh, said yet. He said he's thinking about it. Which, which, which yeah. Add some more uncertainty in there, Eddie. That really helps with anxiety. You know what Australian <laughs> rugby needs to do is they need to hire a coach and they need to hire a media. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Media manager slash coach. So Eddie Jones needs to be a media manager and he does a little bit of coaching on the side, but they need like just a rugby coach to be their coach because he is, he's just incredible in the media. Like, I mean, you, you, you hate him, but he's just so good at manipulating and just laying that seed of doubt and just making people think and overthink everything I, about it. I, like, I think he's possibly the best, the best media, oh, the best, best media coach in the world. I, I, I love it. I think he's great. It's not even close. I mean, who would you give number two to? Like, who else does that sort of thing? Like, no well, one really Razzie, does. Razzie in our long videos, but he's he's, he's 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 calmed down, and he actually put a tweet out saying the referee played better than we did against the after the All Blacks game. So I mean, wow, I I mean, that was. Uh, that, that look well done, Rusty. You've done the right thing for a change. <laughs> Normally, but Eddie Jones comes out like after losing to the Pumas, comes out and says, "Oh, the, the All Blacks should be concerned," or whatever it was he said. It's like, <laughs> and, and, and everyone, it's like, why? It's it's like you just got smoked by the Springboks. You just you just got pit by a team that the All Blacks smoked the week before. Why? And then, of course, everyone's going, well, why? And it's like, and then the overthinking begins. He, he is a, an absolute master. But, I mean, you just just leave him to the media. Just leave him to have his interviews, have an interview with him every day. He is just an absolute stunner. But, yeah, the Wallabies, I think the Wallabies are in a similar boat to Argentina in, in this instance. They want to win. And, I mean, this this is the most dangerous Australia can be, is this position right here. They've lost a few games. They've lost a lot of games. They've lost a lot of them badly. They've lost the teams they should be beating. They've not shown that full 80-minute commitment like we saw against Argentina where they just, that last 10 minutes, they got completely smoked off the field by their intercept try. 
they just they look desperate and they look you know backs against the wall and this is where I look at Australia and go this is when they're probably going to come out and play that one fantastic game that they're capable of and make a match of it which I think is what the goal will have to be are they good enough I mean Callaway is a player that absolutely garbage at every level except for international level and he comes <laughs> out and he just he plays fantastically I don't know how he got selected in that Wallabies team because he wasn't that great at Super Rugby. But, I mean, he's got a fantastic record. He just scores. Just He just scores. And that's what he does. He just right place, right time. I guess mental state of the man is, is really good. So, yeah, they've come out. They've changed their whole squad, haven't they, for this one. So, they're dangerous. Uh, Eddie Jones makes you second guess everything you want to say or think about this game. And that really gives the Wallabies a bit more of a, an advantage than they probably should have. But do I think they'll win? I, I don't think they will win. But I do think this is going to be an 80-minute game from first to so, 84. So this game doesn't have um, Scott Barrett red card written all over it. <laughs> you, 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 know, you, you don't have you have those kind of vibes that that yeah. uh, from a few years ago. That that's so, something. To, to me, yeah, it could be. I mean, obviously, it might not be him, but it's got that kind of it's got that kind of vibe of walking in. It's all just it's all just too too one-sided. Um, and as the reviewer says, the last three Rugby World Cup years, Australia have beaten New Zealand at home. Um, That's so, okay. Uh, yeah. As long as we win this one this weekend. Then <laughs> 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 we can just mix everyone up. Bring all those other guys in. Bring all the, the, the uncapped players. Bring them all in. Everyone, Paul, you can play somewhere if you want. Just throw <laughs> them all in there. That doesn't matter. That's just fitness to that stage. <laughs> So, um, Callaway says, yeah, great basic uh, Sorry, not someone writes this. Callaway, great basic skills. Sort about three years ago. Minimal mistakes. Yeah. Very much. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it takes me back to what um, Brian Moore said about the difference between club rugby and international rugby. He says, look, at club rugby, um, you're the best player and you're making up for everyone else's. You're, 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 you're trying to cover for other players who aren't quite so good. At international level, you're all very good. You just have to do your own job. You don't have to do other people's jobs. And that's the difference between. Um, so some players may not look so good at club rugby, but be, because they're not doing the extra stuff for all the other players, but they can do their own role really well. And that's what you need at international. And perhaps Callaway's one of those. He doesn't do all the flashy or doesn't pick up a slack for other people necessarily. He's not not got those that skill, or he's out in the wing where he can't. Um, but when it comes to international rugby, he when he's surrounded by other good players, he's doing. There, there aren't the gaps around him. Um. So, yeah, so that's the uh, the games coming up. I think it's probably about time that we had a look at um, the aeroplane um, that's uh, about to head off um, to this will be good. The, um, the Rugby World Cup. So um, before we get into um, the, uh, the aeroplane itself, though, what we did do four years ago, and it's funny when you look at this sort of stuff, is we had a quick look of the players who were around four years ago and said, okay, where are they going to be, or are they going to be around for the next Rugby World Cup? Um, and it's uh, it's kind of a it's kind of interesting as to where we kind of end up with that. So you look at the um, amongst the props. You had uh, we 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 said look, there's 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 a bit of a gap around loose head, and yet Carl's not the guy that's there anymore, right? Um, Rackety Stones hasn't perhaps come on quite as well as we thought he might do, but um, or Aiden Johnson. Wow, there's some, there's some uh, there's some new names in here. We did say Joe Moody was too old, but there's still talk about him. Some may be making it. You're like, wow. Um, 
in the hookers, I said that Dane Coles would be too old. But hey, he's still around. So didn't quite get that right. Not quite sure what's happened to Ricky Jackson. Um, any sort of uh, um, moving on then to the um, the locks. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we got pretty much the six locks who are in contention or the five are all there named. So four years ago, we predicted the, uh, or the, the, the locks. Um, yeah. James Blackwell, you hasn't quite um, come on. Um, again, in the, uh, in, 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 in the, um, the, the, the loose trios, um, you've got your Satutu, so coolers, Tom Robinson hasn't come through as we thought he might do um, there, but quite a lot of names. It's to me, if you look at that pack, most of the names we're talking about now, we kind of knew about four years ago. That's uh, it's kind of scary. Uh, what is scary is looking at that front row or the, those props. That that <laughs> is incredibly scary to look at. That that was only what four years ago. Oh man, that is just a nightmare. We can be thankful that at least Tyrell Lomax has developed into a, a pretty good prop these days. But boy. Oh, that's and then Tarvel. Oh no, goodness me, that is like a disaster of a disaster. If we were going to a world cup with that now, oh, no, I'll, I'll be saying, geez, quarterfinals that at very best, that that's a disaster of a front row. Uh, but the rest of the pack, yeah, looks pretty much as expected. It's interesting to see all these guys you talk about, like especially in the up and coming sort of categories. It's like Four years ago, these guys were like, "Yeah, by next World Cup, they're going to be, they're going to be the business." But so many of these guys have just either disappeared into the wilderness, gone overseas, or just not developed, and they're kind of just those journeymen now that are going to sit around New Zealand rugby for the next decade and then go to France and and pick up some cash. It's crazy, isn't it? They just, you know, like Walker Lirari. I loved him. I thought he was a fantastic talent. Hasn't quite developed in the time, which is a real, real shame. Um. And yeah, there's a whole pile of names in there. Like, we would have thought Dupesi Karifi had great seasons back then, didn't he? And now, not so much. Shame, real shame. Ben Nicholas? I mean, where's he gone? Um, I mean, he, he always got put on the wing because the Highlanders never picked the right substitutes and they had only one left <laughs> and the winger gets injured and he would always have to go out you know, on the 23 jumper as the extra back rower. He, that <laughs> always happened to him. He, bad luck, poor fella. But was he ever, was he ever really in that picture? I mean, he was a guy that was young, performing, starting at that level, but oh, I don't think he's ever really in an, in an all-black sort of frame. I know these were up and coming. These are guys that we thought could. They, 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 yeah, maybe these would be guys that would be, be for the next lot. Um, not even got close. No, he didn't. <laughs> None he, of those up and coming not. guys have got close. <laughs> I, Flanders, I think maybe had one. Um, the uh, moving down then to the next the, the, the to the scrum halves, TJ, Aaron Smith, Brad Weber. Well, look, two of those are still in still in contention. And then Christie and Flaufakataba as the fringe players. Yep. I mean, yeah, Christie's there. Um, your Hall, Drummond, uh, Triple T. Uh, well, Hall and uh, gone, go, both gone overseas. Oh, actually, one of them's gone overseas. So, um, yep. Um, obviously, your, your Cam Roy guards come through. Um, your, um, hmm. oh, the two guys at uh, the Chiefs as well were basically unheard of three years ago, uh, four years ago. Um, Xavier, Rowe, and. Rowe. Um, they were, what, halfbacks? Yeah, halfbacks, I'm talking about, just purely. He's on the, he's, he's, he's listed here. Um, Causes Ratama, there we go. So uh, a few young guys that have come through that, were, that we didn't that we didn't see. 
into the um, rugby games has he played? Like half a dozen? <laughs> right he's, um, well, hey, he's still been talked about, which is which is surprising. Um, it is. First five eights, Bowden Barrett, Richard Moongo, Josh Iwani. Wow, Josh hasn't quite come as has, has slipped backwards. Caleb Trask has gone overseas. Perifetta has uh, is the um, is the next guy, as you'll see uh, later on. Into your your um, your centres. I had Jordy Barrett down as a centre four years ago. There we go. See, oh, mastermind. Braden <laughs> Enor, Quintapaya, David Avili, Rico Iwani. I mean, all those guys are, are, are there or thereabouts. Nankerville, he's in. Um, Mario Jensen perhaps not come through as well as he could have done. Well, Danny Tuala, he's, he's Samoan, isn't he? Yeah, well, just because he, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's born in New Zealand. Oh, he's kept. I'm sure he's kept for Samoa. Well, Samoa, I'm pretty sure it's Samoa. Well, he wasn't four years ago though. Yeah, cap, cap, caps in 2022 for um mm. for Samoa. Played two games for the New Zealand under 20s. Okay, well. There you go. Four years ago, that was credible. I take Born it. Born in Hastings. <laughs> I knew he played for Samoa. <laughs> I'm glad I got. I'm glad I got the right one because it's always a danger when you pick the wrong one. <laughs> um, yeah. So four years ago, was, was, yeah, I thought I thought he had a chance of um, of being an up and comer because he was he was he was part of the crowd, part of the Hawks Bay crowd who um, mm -hmm. uh, the young boys who, who came through and uh, performed very well. Um, but um, yeah, there's. Uh, yeah, Mungo Jensen, perhaps the one there that hasn't come through. Alex Nankerville is say he's there or thereabouts. He's about head overseas. Uh, hasn't quite made it. Back three then. Where's Houston? Where's he? He's overseas, isn't he? Well, yeah, but he's yeah, but he, again, someone I thought was had potential All Blacks oh. kind of about about him. Jonah Nariki, well, he's in the All Blacks 15 at the moment. Rayasi, he's gone overseas, hasn't he? I think. Um, Nariki got too too injured, too many injuries. This just kind of stunted his progress, I think. Yeah, but again, a lot of the names there. I mean, George Bridge hasn't come, hasn't hasn't stuck around like we. But he was a, a, a twenty four four years ago. He'd be twenty eight now. Um, you, you you could see him have been around, but um, yeah, D Mac, Sever Reese, Caleb Clark, Will Jordan, Lester Lester, Fainuku, um, all kind of guys we kind of knew about back then as well. So, yeah, so interesting to look at it four years on um, uh, there with that one. Um, so, the aeroplane for this year. Here we are. So, what I've done is I've looked through uh, basically all of the names that are have been named in the um, All Blacks and the All Blacks 15s squad. So, the squad went up to Japan, plus a couple of others um, just for the hell of it um, have, uh, have been thrown in there. But first up, the um, last time we had 32 players going to the World Cup. This year we have 33. Ooh. Now, I've just tacked on the bottom there. Where would you use the extra player? Because you, you, don't, you don't need seven back, back three players. Jeez. Well, that depends on where you're most injury prone. <laughs> I guess for the All Blacks. Um, I'd probably use it in another forward. I, I definitely another forward. We're off but to I, France. We're I a long would, way I away. Take, I would take another mm -hmm. prop personally. I was I was I was thinking of a hooker. Four? Just because just just because you've got Cody Taylor and Dane Coles. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you, know, you you only need three hookers. You're definitely not going to take it. You're either going to take an extra an extra an extra when, prop. When, 
when they're both on a wheelchair. <laughs> you need like an extra prop, an extra lock, or an extra back row. Um, no, I'd, I'd go, I'd go the versatile, uh, the versatile back row that can play in the second row, or vice versa, but probably back row to second. There we go. So we'll add the extra, we'll add the extra row then to um, uh, to the uh, to, to, to the back row. Um, that is what stuff have also done. They've also gone for an extra back row. Personally, as I say, I would go for an extra prop there. But um, so on the plane for me already, Ethan DeGroote, Tyrrell Lomax, two guys who started last weekend, they're going to a World Cup barring injury. Um, and then uh, um, at the airport, the next guys who have, who I think have got a good chance of going. Uh, Tomaiti Williams, Offutonga Fassi, Lua Lala and Fletcher Newell. Clearly one of those is going to miss out. Um, the uh, who, who are you? Which one are you looking at there going, oh my God, he better not be. The middle two. <laughs> I, uh, uh, Tomaiti Williams is on the plane for me. Fletcher Newell can go. That's all good. But I, I don't really want to see either Offer or Nepo on that plane. <laughs> can we pick someone else? Yeah. We'll get, tell one of the ones and... that are waiting at home. Twice Williams and uh, Fletcher Norman, they've only got one cap each, right? Yeah, that's enough. The, <laughs> so, I mean, to be saying that they're kind of they're already on the plane. Um, yeah, they're on my plane. Done. Fletcher Newell, not so much, but if, if my choice is those four, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going. Tomati Williams, 100%. I mean, he's, he's the man. He, he's he's on the plane before anyone for me. He's he's my future. Actually, Fletcher's got that's three caps now, to be fair. The future is now. Okay, well, yeah, no, I, I'll. Those two on, but you do. I'll let you pick the other one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 at this point, I'm not saying they all are. I, I, I think there are spaces to be won, and I think mm-hmm. that fifth prop is is up for grabs. Um, the waiting at home list are, is basically the list that are out, that are all on the um, uh, the uh, 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 part of the um, All Blacks 15 up to Japan. So that's the five who were who were, who went up to Japan. Um, I don't think Aidan Ross, Carl Tony Caffey, or Joe Moody will be involved. Um, but the, I can't believe Stuff actually mentioned Joe Moody as being a potential yeah. kind of, uh, if there's an injury, experienced guy. What? Yeah. yeah. you agree with him? Yeah, I, I think he'd, he'd be definitely in the mix if he's fit. Definitely. Wow. Over the rest of those guys, um, experienced, capable. I mean, so I, I, I don't want to say... Okay, I'd see Tuanga Fassi and Lalala against you know Namibia, who we always play at a World Cup. Okay, I, I can accept that. That's fine, but I don't. I don't want to see them against you know any of the top six nations in a, in a playoffs game at a rugby World Cup. Because uh, our, our pack would just go to the pack, and that's the thing. It's like give, give me some young guy who could at least learn something from this and and develop. Because okay, it doesn't go his way, but at least he's going to learn. You know. You've got Tomati Williams there. It's like, okay, he, he couldn't pull out the biscuits when he needed to. What's Offer going to learn from that? He, how old is he? He's, he, he's not going to be around forever. Tomati Williams has got a decade. So he's going to learn from an experience. If it doesn't go his way, okay, I, I can kind of live with that and accept that. But I, I don't want to live with Offer sitting there and and learning nothing from getting demolished by a French pack Um at all. So, so yeah, Offer, give me, give Offer me is pretty one. Lua Lawa's the two. These, it's, it's their last one. Go on. <laughs> just go to France now, guys. Go to France now and, and go play uh, for, uh, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know who. Any, anyone, take your pick. Probably D2 because you wouldn't count it at D1. One of those two will be going to every World Cup. Now, give me Joe. Okay. But, um, but it, it, <laughs> the, 
You know, maybe you maybe you want to, but I'm telling you, that it's not going to happen. Which is this? Who is, would you pick out of Offer and Nepo? I'd probably Offer because you can put, play both sides. Okay, that that's a good enough reason for me. Um, at the moment, I mean, the hookers pick themselves. It's it's yep. uh, it, it's it's Taylor, um, uh, um, Samasoni, Takilaho, and uh, Coles. Uh, and I think Amu was the next off the rank, but apparently he went home for family for personal reasons from the um, uh, All Blacks 15. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, and uh, look, I hope everything's okay with him um, from that point of view. But so, so yeah, those, so, and then Ricketelli, Thompson, and Dwyer, who were on the um, All Blacks 15 tour, uh, I think they can all go on holiday. I don't think they 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 take take a couple of injuries before they get called up. Mm-hmm. Into the locks then, and look, Barrett, Retallick, White Lock, there you go. And then it's one of Lord or um, uh, or the Eye, uh, and then you've got your Arcoy, Strange, and uh, Walker Laurie were on the um, were on the tour to um, Japan, um, and uh, and George Bell as well. Patrick Tupolotti is injured. Yeah, I can't see him making it. To be honest, that's um, okay. That's a... <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's 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 those five, isn't it? Barrett, Retallick, White Lock, Lord, and the Eye. It's four of those five. At the end of the day, yeah, uh, yeah, it's yep. At the moment, it, it's a tough call. It's it's almost of like Josh Lord's kind of got a little steppy head. Is he has he got a steppy head away, or is he just experiencing? Or they're looking at him to see what he offers. They know what to provide offers now. Are we just looking at at the options, or is he actually being in the squad currently now, playing in these games? Is he above the picking order? But I, I'd be happy either those to go. Uh, I, I haven't seen enough of, of Lord at, at the top level to really give a full uh, yes, he's the man. So if I was to pick now, I'd go by for sure. But um, yeah, either of those two would be good. And I think that the next ones waiting in the line are good. Patrick, just focus on recovery and, and get ready for rugby next year, mate. So, I, I think also could go as your as, um, as your extra back rower, your, 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 your six um, your, your six lock um, so you might take all five in the end, uh, with one of them as as a back uh, with Vaia as, as you, oh, well Scott Barrett and Vaia as, as your back rowers options because Barrett's played six as well. Into back row clearly. Look, I mean these are the three that are going to start the gate the, the the World Cup if it was tomorrow, which is Kane, Sevilla, and Frizzell. Those guys are on the plane. Um, I think that Jacobson and Papulihi personally will they will go. Um, but uh, I've put them in the at the airport rather than uh, definitely get on the aeroplane. Um, and uh, Finau is the other one that's in the All Black squad currently. Um, Leo Willy, Akiriwani, uh, Harmond, and Sokula all went up to Japan with the um, All Blacks 15, as did Karifi as well. Um, but I can't see. Uh, to, to me, I think Karifi can go on holiday. Um, I don't think he's going to break it. I can't see him getting into that number seven jersey. Um, with uh, Kane, Sevilla, and Papulihi all there, you don't need more cover in that in that department. Let's be honest. Um, Hosking Satuto, he's on the outer, um, as is uh, Callum Grace by the looks of things. Um, but um, the other one who is currently injured but might come back from injury is Ethan Blackadder. There, he's the kind of wild card, maybe. Um, but do you? If he's uh... fit, he... Sorry, Blackadder. If Blackadder's fit, he's it. I'm, I'm, no, I'm not even questioning that at all. With no game time, yep. Namibia. 
Namibia. That's escaped one. <laughs> Namibia and God. Who else have we got? Uruguay. Nam- Italy. Uruguay. Yeah, Blackhead has got heaps of warm-up games. There we go. Well, we'll see. I, I, I uh, well, well, yeah. So, um, so, so you think it's between basically, uh, you, you're either taking a kind of the eye as a as a back row lock. So basically, you're saying, look, Kane, Sevilla, Frizzell, Jacobson, Papuli, they all go, and then it's mm-hmm. either a Finau or a the eye or a Blackadder if he's fit. Blackadder if he's fit. If yep. I was picking a squad, it would be a Billy Harmon in the squad, but I'm not. So uh, that, that could be possibly where you take both of those two optional locks. Uh, one goes as a lock, one goes a back rower, and you've got a lock that can cover the back row, and you've got a back row that can cover a lock and Frizzell if need be. Yep. So the. Um... Not, it's not perfect. I, I, I just I don't think we're going to see another 20 minutes from Shannon Frizzell this year like we saw last week. Their first 20 minutes, he was incredible. He was the All Black number six. He's that we, the other 60 minutes, he wasn't your black number six. He was back to normal Shannon Frizzell. And I just, I like the guy. I think he has yeah. a potential ability, but he's, he's, he's not Jerome Connor. Like, I, I, I get frustrated seeing all this stuff coming in. He's here. The all black number six has arrived. Jerome, <laughs> um, sorry, Shannon Frizzell's the man. It's like, no, he had a great 20 minutes where he was the man. What did he do from the 20th minute on to the 80th minute? He dropped the ball a few times. Um, he made a couple of good tackles. He did, got a couple of ruck turnovers. I'll give him that. But, jeez, he's... I, I I want there to be another option. But there's just... There's just not Blackadder. Uh, <laughs> we need more. Um, it's just... It's, you can be critical of him, but I just don't think there's, there's a, a good competitive option for him, which is a shame. But... I, He's certainly not the saviour. Uh, I, I don't think we'll see another 20 minutes from him until next year sometime. Well, next year sometime he's in Japan. So uh, you're not going to see 20 minutes of, of him for, for 20 minutes of him then. Then he'll be the all-black number six. He'll demolish everyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. The, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. Um, into the scrum halves then. And I think, look, Smith and Christie are definitely going. Um, oh. You can tell that. Whether you like Christie or not, you can you can see that um, the all that uh, the All Blacks coaches do, um, and then uh, obviously Cameroy God currently is in the running because he's in the in the squad, but Weber and Flaufakatava are there in the wings. TJ Perinara, yeah, good luck. Um, you, you you can book your holiday now, mate. Uh, you don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Um, the um, to me, I think Brad Weber is the one that could come through, um, but uh, it looks like they want to take uh, take Cameroy God at the moment. Agreed. I mean, I'll take Aaron Smith and the two that are waiting at home personally. Um, if I was back in the <laughs> squad, but I think Christie will go. I mean, Elroy Guard, great super rugby level. I, I we need to see him, we need to see him play in black. It's it's just too much of a different ball game to to say, yeah, okay, he's played really good super rugby level. Let's take him to a World Cup. Uh, it's a bit too short. So, picking the squad today, uh, geez. I really like Fakatava. I think he's a game breaker and a changer and in a prominent position. But if you're going to go for experience, you've already got Aaron Smith. Give me the excitement. Give me Fakatava. Stuff it. Well, I, I, I would be taking Weber, but um, as I Camroy God is currently in the at uh, at the airport column because he's in the squad and the other two aren't. Um, Speaking but, of so Brad Weber, since we're on the topic of Brad Weber, doing a bit yep. of 
anyone watching who is watching into this, check out his um, social media accounts because he's doing some awesome uh, charity uh, auctions at the moment. All black signed, all black jerseys, referee jerseys um, for the uh, uh, for Cyclone funds. Um, they're on Trade Me. So if you are in New Zealand, go check them out. Uh, it's cool. Awesome shirts. Amazing shirts. Signed referee shirts. Even Angus Cardin is on there. So I thought you got to get one of those. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. If you are into memorabilia, uh, go check out Brad Weber. Just saw that tonight. So definitely worth a look. Cool. Um, first, well, look, first five eight, pretty obvious. Richie and uh, D-Mac are going. Um, and uh, Perifetta is the, uh, the backup there. If you're shouting, no, Barrett, Bowden's a backup. No, Bowden is the 15. He's in the back three. He's going. Don't um, don't uh, don't don't worry about that. Um, the uh, so um, Kevin's asking, what is the trade me name? Um, I I'll find I'll have a quick look and um, uh, yeah, Cornflake will do that while I'm talking. Um, the uh, he'll, he'll he'll look that up for you. Um, the uh, so yes, yeah, so that's pretty pretty much as it is. Brett Cameron was also in the um, All Blacks 15, but look, I think he's very much in fourth place um, there. But some look for from from a guy who got his uh, one All Black cap in Japan against Japan um, in the up to the last Rugby World Cup, I think it was anyway, or whenever it was a while back, um, went away as uh, sort of left the Crusaders, left crash, uh, left uh, Canterbury, went up to um, the Turbos, uh, went off to Japan, um, and I think that's some. Um, uh, his his comeback uh, has been has has been good to see um, on um, on that one. Um, so um, uh, in the live chat, then, so his user his, his username is um, Brad Weber, all <laughs> one uh, all one word, um, unsurprisingly. Um, but um, I don't know when I search for that in uh, in um, on, on trade me, I don't get anything. You're not. I'm looking at his listing right now, and it's literally all. B R A D W B E R. Um, he's called twenty twenty two All Blacks jersey on there. So um, I don't know why you're not getting it. Okay. Oh, well, I'll have another um, look and uh, see see what I can. I'll, I'll anyway. Um, so um, uh, so uh, it's set there in the centres. Um, look, Rico uh, and Jordy Barrett. I also think um, Anthony Brown is a uh, is a shoe in. Um, the uh, looking at the this, this one shocked me because the uh, for, for, from from stuff um, they do not have um, Anton Brown as a as on the plane. They think he's 50 50 um, as going to um, the uh, the Rugby World Cup. Um, how do you uh, measure think think our centres sit and, and uh, uh, they reckon break they reckon that um, there's only, only three of them, which I think is wrong. There's going to be four centres, and they've got Rico, Jordy, and Braden Enel going. With David Avili 50-50 and Antoinette Brown 50-50, to me, uh, I don't know where they're getting David Havili from. Um, because he's hardly played any rugby. Uh, but um, and he's not in any of the squads. So to my mind, um, I would have I, I think I think Rico, Antoinette Brown, and Jordy um uh, will all be going. Your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, Rico and Jordy definitely they've got their tickets already booked and ready to go. Uh if yep. he's fit. It's, it's, it comes down to fitness. If he's fit, yeah, he's, he's there for me. He's experienced. Um, he knows he's been in the squad how many years now? He'd, he'd definitely be your next choice, wouldn't he? But it's fitness. Uh, it really comes down to fitness. Same with Harvey. I think they'll possibly take Harvey over in or if he was fit. 
I would anyway, just for his his experience and his bit of his useful versatility that he's got in the squad. Uh, you know, adds a bit of that as well. But I think Harvey takes it to a, a next sort of level. But yeah, for me, uh, I'd have those three. Current situation right now, if they're all fit, would be Rico, Jordy, Anton, and Harvey would be my four. If they're all 100% fit, ready to go, no one's got any problems. Um, and then, yeah, if, if, if one's out, Harvey or Anton and Brown are out, Enor goes in. Um, and if both of them are out, then you'd probably look to someone, I would look someone like Alex Nankerville as opposed to uh, Mr. High Tackle McLeod. Not a Jack Goodhue? Well, yeah, now, now you're getting three guys who've got a good experience. But yeah, fitness, uh, it depends who else was going for me. Uh, if you're taking, if, you're, if you've lost both Harvey Lee and La- Antonina Brown, you're going to take two fairly inexperienced replacements in Nankerville and Enor alongside them. So you could argue for Goodhue's experience alone and giving them another backup with experience playing the black jersey alongside one of those two alongside Enor. Yes, possibly. But I think, I think Goodhue is the sort of guy that I think he needs a lot of game time to, to get up and running. We've seen him come back from injuries and take a long time to get up to speed, especially even at super rugby level. He comes out from that injury pretty rusty. So, I don't know if he's one I'd want to take straight. He's certainly not a, an Ethan Blackadder that I'll put straight back in the squad as soon as he was fit and ready to go. He's going to need a bit more than Namibia uh, to get to get up to speed and running. But, yep, he has been looking good. But um, we'll see. We'll see I who's available. I, That's the big question. I, I, I wouldn't have a, have Ely anywhere near the squad, Paul Bluntley, would you so not? to be honest. Um, no, I would have um, I'd have Goodhue ahead of him every day of the week. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would be um, Rico, ALB, Geordie, and Goodhue. Um, ahead of an or or, or McLeod, um, but there you go. Uh, I say maybe they sent him a good here to Japan just for the game time um, to get two games under his belt. I don't know. Um, I hope yeah, so. If, if um, he's fit and ready to go, and he's had matches, and he's hundred yep. percent, then yeah, he's hundred percent in. But if he's if he's not hundred percent, then I eighty seventy eighty percent Jack Kudu is, isn't selling it for me. Well, there we go. That's um, uh, but uh, yeah, I say so I would have him ahead of Enor and definitely ahead of Havili, um, for for, for on, on that point. Um, looking at the other ones there, Balen Sullivan to me is uh, good at Super Rugby, but it's, uh, not the experience at this level, and also not uh, not the um, a bit, a bit lightweight. Billy Proctor, um, I'd go for the size win him, but ahead of Bailey Sullivan um, on that one. Uh, back three then. Look, Jordan. Um, Talia and Bowden Barrett with a three at the weekend. And I think that is pretty much the starting 15 that they're looking at. Would I have Mark Talia as my 11? No, I think I'd have Lester Fionuku ahead of him, personally. Um, but uh, I think they do like him uh, in uh, the All Blacks. And he has done some good work in the All Blacks, to be fair. Um, so I do think those three are on the aeroplane um, at the moment. Um, the uh, the other three spots, well, the other three spots in the squad are Lester Fionuku, Caleb Clark, and uh, Moni Norwaya. Now, Norwaya um, had a good uh, debut, but um, really inexperienced. But then again, you look at the backup, and boy, Sam Gilbert, AJ Lamb, Ruben Love, Attorney Nana Satoro, um, uh, Jonah Nariki, the guys who were in the All Blacks 15, there's not much experience there at all, is there? Once Sever Reese has gone, uh, has gone injured, boy, oh boy, suddenly... It's looking pretty thin. You're leaving out the man on holiday. I mean, 
I, I can't say any more. The man on holiday is the man. He's the answer. He is that next guy off, off the east. He's, he's ahead of Gilbert Lamb. He's ahead of all those. To me, he's ahead of Clark and Narawa. Yeah, maybe not the three that are in the squad, the starting in the last weekend. You probably struggle on that. But what does he? What does he have to do? What What else can the man do uh, okay. so to beat an old drum? For those of you on the For those of you on the uh, the podcast, rather than who aren't watching the video, um, the sure. person on holiday is Sean Stevenson. Now, the reason I put him there is Sean Stevenson to me is a fifteen. Right? He's not a back three player who can play wing. He is a fifteen. He's an out and out fifteen for my mind. I don't. I don't really see him as winger. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, or but um, uh, and but and he what about is, Will Jordan? <laughs> no, because Will Jordan is a winger as well. He, he can play much more than much more than Sean Simpson can. Um, and Will Jordan is someone you just go. I'm having him in the team, and I'll just find a jersey for him to wear because he is he's your Ben Smith kind of first man on the uh, team sheet. For me. Wing ruined Ben Smith. Ben Smith's not a winger. The, no, um, he's, he's starting another can of worms now. <laughs> um, but to me, he's, he's, he's that kind of guy who's like he's in my squad. He's in my starting fifteen. I, I, if, I, if I've got to put him on the number in, in a seven jersey, I don't care. I'm putting him in a jersey because he's he's scoring me tries. Um, the um, whereas to me, Sean, yeah, Sean Seaman's not at that level. Uh, look, he's a very very good fullback. If you want a solid on the high ball, counter attacking, and how it's for a boot fullback. Unfortunately, that's not what the All Blacks want. They want a Distributor, a second playmaker, fullback, and if Bowden Barrett goes down, then D Max the backup is what I think. Rather That's than what I'm saying, you, you've got you've got six names down there and only one fullback. Yeah, because your other fullback is backup. your backup is D Mac, and then so okay, then you've got one fly half. The um, well, yeah, or ten. Well, well <laughs> you're I mean, on shaky sure. ground, man. Your Black History sure, Rugby World Cups is not telling you to take two. Two well, one have one fly half in your squad. That's bad. So that that's why I, I, that that's more reason if to if you're going to go with your argument of that he's just out now fifteen. That's more reason to be in the squad because that's where Talia's not playing there. Oh, well, Jordan, I guess could play there if you really want to. But yeah, uh, if you really want to, I mean, Jordan's possibly the best fullback in the world at the moment. I mean, but the, they um, don't play him, do they? I, I get that, but if but some um, yeah. I, so to me, yeah, I, you've got cover from Will Jordan for fullback there. Um, the uh, yeah, and I think they probably bring in a Ruben Love who can do a kind of flyback fullback role ahead of Sean Stevenson. I think that's what they want. They, that's what they want from their from their fullback. They, they want a, a, a playmaker, not a counter attacker. You see, it comes down to what you want to see in the team <laughs> and what they want in the team is two totally different things. Um, oh yeah, look, I'm I'm trying to be I'm trying to be in their in their head, not in, yeah. If 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 you're in the head, yeah, you just just shift those three that are at the airport across, and and that's it. You're you're done, and you're away laughing because that's the three that they like. And although as factors, I wouldn't take Caleb Clark. I think he's he's at international level been found out for the last year, and he's at at every sort of level he's been found out, and he's pretty ineffective. Uh, he wouldn't be going anywhere near my plane. Um, yep. And I would take a Stevenson. I, I would take, geez, just about a, a Sam Gilbert just for the fun of it. Or Ruben Love, <laughs> anyone, really. And then I said, Toto, get the twinkle toes out there. Just take another backup midfield. I don't know. Uh, he offers nothing to my team apart from a guy that looks big and scary. But when you work out how to tackle him, he's ineffective. He can't He can't really kick a game much. He, he's pretty average at going backwards like most big guys are. 
there we go. Problem solved. Get Stevenson in there. Yeah, I, 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 but I agree. I, I wouldn't take Caleb Clark. You know, I don't think he's in form. Um, I don't think he has been since um, probably since twen- since uh, before the rugby world, before the Olympics because it was the Olympics that kind of Stevenson. where he kind of went out. He went, he went, tried to do sevens. It didn't work, and he hasn't come back and played any good rugby since then, um, or very little anyway. Um, so to my mind, yeah. Um, see, I wouldn't be taking Caleb Clark. I'd be taking someone else. But you look at that list of who the, who the, who the someone else is, and. It's there is no experience there. They've not. They have yeah. uh, suddenly found themselves with uh, a whole bunch of untried options. Yeah, but um, when do New Zealand back threes really get huge experience? You can normally name like the big wingers that get all the games, and then they're gone by the late twenties anyway, and they go overseas to cash in before they're thirty, and and they can't run fast anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, the Doug Howlett's, Joe Kothokos. <laughs> Sivivatu's, you know, who's been a real solid one, Doug Howlett, you know, you come back, those guys last forever. Um, but is, is the next name on that list going to be Mark Talia? I highly doubt that. Um, will Jordan will be. Uh, but, you know, these a, a player like uh, Sam Gilbert could come in for one season or two years and, and, and be fantastic and then be gone. Uh, well, back I mean, three. We saw that with, we saw with like Naholo and... Um... Um, Milner Scudder, they didn't came in and, did, and didn't, both didn't last long. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Um, but as, fantastic yeah, you, players, though. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, I just think that, that there is, yeah, there is little, there is not much experience there. And I think they've, they've uh, once ever Reese went, uh, it's kind of like wow, these <laughs> they've they've really not tried many players out. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, as you Are say, the wings the, probably the one position you can get away with the most having inexperienced players though especially if you've got maybe a little bit on one side or a decent fullback you can, you can kind of cover them up more you can a midfielder or, or or a half or any position in the pack that kind of gets found out especially but a winger you can kind of you know leave them out of the game plan just go through your midfield you don't have to have <laughs> an experience you know you can hide them a lot better than you can any other position Sure, but your you, you players like your Raises and your Wes Hoosens, who you thought would be around as your backups, have, uh, I think they, mm. they've disappeared quicker than we expected, um, more so in this position than any other um, for that point. So there you go. There's, that's where um, I think um, the, uh, the, the their thinking is at the moment. Um, the uh, So I don't think there's any... I, if, if, if a name isn't on that spreadsheet and they end up at the Rugby World Cup, I will be amazed. Um, to be honest with you, because once you've picked an all-black squad and an all-blacks 15 squad, add in a couple of injured players who are coming back from injury in your Blackadder and um, potentially Havili um, or Joe Moody. Uh, and then, yeah, if, if, if someone breaks in from here uh, with no super rugby, <laughs> rugby available, mm. you're talking about three or four injuries in one position. So uh, those are the names, folks. If you've got a favourite who isn't on that list or isn't on that spreadsheet, then... Um, yeah, I'm sorry, but they ain't going. <laughs> um, really. Um, Vunivalu, um, yeah, he's not done very well for Australia, has he? Hasn't quite of uh, worked out um, for, for for them. Um, a guy who should be fantastic under the high ball in a bit of a kind of um, uh, Falau-esque kind of player who comes in with a skill set that uh, that is, um, but it just hasn't worked out um, for him. Their injuries haven't helped his time at the Reds, um, or, or neither has um, perhaps selections either. 
Mm. Um, so uh, we've run over time by a lot. Um, so um, what I just thought I would do is share Brad Weber's um, listings. So there's an All Blacks, a 2022 All Blacks jersey um, donated by uh, San Antonio Takilaho. Uh, that currently um, is at $600, uh, folks. Um, and then there's also a uh, Rugby World Cup 2019 referees jersey um, that's been fully signed. Uh, that's currently at $205. So um, if you um, have the cash, they would look fantastic in a display, just like I've got behind me. Um, so if you want to donate them, even better. Um, but if you want to have them for, have them for your uh, your bar, bar room or uh, or um, or whatever you want to call it, man cave, um, then um, get on over um, to um, trade me and uh, put a bid in, basically. Or if you want to uh, find your perfect island escape, you can do that in VG. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you got the advert there as well. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so those two jerseys there um, for um, uh, fundraising for Cyclone Gabrielle, um, the perfect escape to Fiji um, does not <laughs> fundraise for that. Um, so thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us in uh, the, uh, the live chat. Thank you, Steve, for joining me um, for a chat and uh, catch you all next Monday when we'll have a look back at um, those two um, um, rugby, rugby, ball, uh, rugby ball championship, the rugby championship games. <laughs> yes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 